How is it going, guys? Welcome to the Serious Angler Podcast. For those that are new to the show, the Serious Angler Podcast is created to highlight the many dedicated and passionate anglers in our fishing community today. To be able to provide them with an opportunity and a platform to share their story with the world. Thank you guys for listening, and if you're not already, head over to my YouTube channel called Igbra Outdoors and click that subscribe button. Thank you guys for listening, and enjoy today's episode. In today's podcast, we host Justin Hausner, who is a tournament director for NYKBF New York Kayak Bass Fishing, and to talk about his story and is what is to come for 2020 for the NYKBF Tournament Series. Enjoy. Okay, so far so good. I think we're still good over here. <laughs> I'm just like being very slow with it. Okay. We'll give it like five more seconds and then I'll do my intro and I'll just edit it out. Sounds good. Okay. I think we're good. All right, we're live. Welcome back to another Sears Angler podcast. Today we are joined by New York Kayak Bass Fishing Tournament Director Justin Hausner. How are we doing today, sir? Good, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, but finally, finally having you on here. We've been talking about this for a few months now, getting you on and talking about all the NYKBF hype coming up for 2020. Uh, and as people know, if they follow the page, we are now the official podcast of NYKBF uh, with no help to this guy right here. So uh, let's get into it, man. But before we start, I just want to, how I start every podcast is I want to know how you got into fishing, who got you into it, and then we'll dive into the whole tournament scene. Yeah, sounds good. Um, well, I uh, I actually, um, my father and I, when I got out of college, we started a company called Fuzzy Guppies um, about uh, 11 years ago now. And uh, when I started that out, uh, kayak fishing wasn't wasn't really a thing. There were a couple companies that were starting to make a couple sit-on-top kayaks and, uh, you know, a little bit here and there, but they were basically recreational kayaks that had, you know, you know, uh, rod holders kind of built into them, you know, it wasn't really anything special about them. Uh, but over the, over the course of the past, uh, obviously 11 years from now, uh, we saw development and everything like that. And obviously I live right in the heart of the Finger Lakes. Uh, so you gotta be crazy not to want to get out on the water. Um, so, uh, basically that's how I got into kayak fishing. I've been fishing my whole life growing up on, uh, Oak Orchard river, um, uh, Lake Ontario, uh, you know, just have, just, you know, is always a, a means to get out and relax and enjoy nature. So, uh, you know, it was always fun to get out there, but, uh, fishing never really took off for me until I got in a kayak, um, and started seeing places I could go, you know, and, uh, and witnessing that kind of tug, um, that you get, you know, kind of special from, uh, you know, a really nice 20 inch smallmouth on a, on a, uh, on a fishing kayak is pretty special. Oh yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I think kayaking in general, I mean, obviously fishing, it's been a passion for you, but kayaking has also been, for those who follow Justin, has been a an outlet for family and especially the famous golden retriever you, br you bring out on your kayak with you. Uh, it's definitely, it means a lot to you. Yeah, big time. Um, you know, when I, when uh, getting into kayaking, I um, got my certification uh, through American Canoe Association. Uh, so I'm actually a level three kayak instructor, um, you know, for you know, recreational and touring kayaking. So I can actually teach, you know, the proper technique of stroke and, you know, and everything like that. So uh, kayaking was always kind of my, 
love and my escape. And obviously, I found my wife, Mary, who loves to be out there with me. Um, Dakota, our dog, uh, is obviously uh, always jumping off the boat. So having a nice, stable kayak is, is very, very nice. Um, you know, and, uh, and welcoming Logan, my new, my son, that's yep. just, uh, not even a month old yet. Um, you know, he, he's, he's got it in his blood. He's going to have to be ready for it. <laughs> doesn't have a choice. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't have a choice. I'm looking forward to seeing him strapped to you on the, on the kayak out there. There's going to be some photo ops that, uh, that people will probably shake their heads at, but you know, it's. It, they're coming. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait to see that. If you need a cameraman, I am down. I, I, I would be awesome to work with. But uh, well, sounds good. I'm I'm usually the one behind the camera, so you know, careful what you say because I might have you out there taking pictures of us. Yeah, it's time to get you in front of the camera now. This is your time to shine, Justin. I, you know, I have a face for radio, <laughs> so that's what that's what I've been told. So yeah, yep. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit because obviously a lot of this podcast, we want to talk about NYKBF, but when did you decide or try to jump into being a tournament director? Uh, well, um, when uh, NYKBF started, it started out as a, uh, you know, a pretty cool little club that, you know, people were going out and fishing and doing a couple of tournaments throughout the year and everything. Um, uh, about three years ago, the tournament directors kind of, decided they really didn't want to do it and i said well i want to keep it going i you know i believe in this i see some potential so we i kind of took it over with uh with um john petro and um me and him kind of mainstreamed the first year of uh, officially nykbf and uh you know developed some really cool you know relationships and some contacts within the industry um you know really not very big we only averaged about you know eight to ten people per uh Per tournament, uh, Bailey, you were there uh, from the get-go off of it, obviously. But uh, um, John, uh, John moved away um, down to Texas, and uh, and everybody joined us. So I think it was John that was <laughs> holding there. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> and there's room to be uh, coming back. So I guess maybe he has to stay down there until it grows. Uh, yeah, a little little dig on him. I, he he knows I have nothing but love for him. But uh, yep, uh, yep. hopefully he does come back. We miss him up here. Um, uh, I couldn't even get through that that uh, that thought. It was just make me laugh so much. He's we definitely we definitely miss him a lot. But uh, you know um, you know we uh, we grew a lot. You know with with uh, you know John tomorrow and uh, and Ryan from um, uh, Seneca Falls. Now we got him out of uh, Pitts, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. We uh, and NY did its charms and got him up here, which is awesome. Um, but you know through those guys' help, uh, we've you know, seen NYKBF really, really blossom. Um, and it's been really amazing to see locations that we've literally had, you know, 10 people, um, you know, at, you know, in two short years, now we're seeing, you know, 50 or 60 competitors, you know, show up at the same lake, um, is, is pretty cool is really, really exciting, uh, and gives us very good outlook for 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think I think the biggest uh, was over sixty this year. Like as you just mentioned, that's that that's huge numbers from a couple of years ago, going from eight a tournament to sixty. You know, yeah, you yeah we um we got lucky and we had uh, fifty four, I think, last year at the at the charity tournament, which normally kicks off our season. And I was like, 
I was shocked at that. Um, you know, the overwhelming support that, you know, because there's no prize money in that one. That one's all prizes that uh, me and the tournament director spend literally all winter uh, procuring prizes for and, and everything like that. And all the money, 100%, um, goes to a local charity in the Finger Lakes, uh, the Tristan Foundation. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I never really understood, I never really knew what kind of draw that would make for people, but, uh, you know, end of April, people are itching to get back out on the water. It's for a great cause. We have a lot of, uh, fun with that tournament and, um, you know, but, uh, so 50, anyway, I, I got off on a tangent, sorry, Fine, but, yeah. um, you know, having 54 people for that tournament, I think it was about 54 if I, my, my numbers are right was shocking and i was like wow you know this is great but you know maybe it's for a charity tournament um you know then i think the next week or two weeks later we had otisco which had i almost 60 um was just uh was just humbling for all of us uh it's it, so much so that we had to change one of our tournaments for later in the year because we had only um we only had planned on having a tournament on canadice uh, in the middle of, I think it was J uh, July, and we were like, we can't if we have we if we have you know this many people, we can't all fit on Canada Ice. It would just be a disaster having people launch, you know. So we opened it up to Canada Ice and Hemlock, and I think it turned out you know to be one of our one of our best tournaments. Uh, um, but man, uh, just a roller coaster. It's just really fun, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and you guys, uh, new thing this year you guys started was the the check-in, how it's like almost like an off-site check-in that kind of was a lot easier for people to, you know, you didn't have to have everybody together for the meeting. You can just have people run right through, check in quick, get to their spot. And I think people love that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, we um, we knew going into it that grouping 60 people at, in one place at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning uh, wouldn't be very fun. But we yeah. also didn't want to... We also wanted to have our hands in the pot a little bit where we handed out the identifiers. We saw, we checked people that actually checked in. Um, and it's, they're small enough lakes that people can do that. Um, so, you know, actually Ryan came up with the idea of the, of the drive through uh, morning check-in um, where, uh, you know, people came in, they had their forms all filled out of, you know, their car, their uh, license plate information, where they were going, you know, kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, just drive right through us, checked in, and John, uh, tomorrow would bring uh, Paula's Donuts from Buffalo, and, you know, and, I, you know, we got a chance to kind of say hi to everybody early in the morning, and so, um, you know, it was something funky, you know, not, a, I've never seen it at a, at a kayak fishing tournament series before, um, you know, so it was something that made us a little stand out, but I think people, I think people like the ease of it. Yeah, um, is, is that going to be something you guys are going to implement going to 2020 as well? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep going on that. Um, it was I thought it really worked out pretty easily for everybody. Um, it gives us a little bit more room to do our morning check-in meetings of like locations and stuff, as long as we can get like a quick, uh, you know, a quick loop going. Um, you know, so it's not a giant parking lot that we have to find at four o'clock in the morning, and you know, it's just nice and easy. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep going on that. For sure. That's going to be awesome. And one thing that you guys do as well that I have never seen anyone do is you apply themes to your different tournaments. And I think that that's a lot of fun. So yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, sure. So, um, so one thing that I really wanted to keep in the mindset of NYKBF is, yeah, it's a tournament series. 
people are out to win. People are out to like, you know, win cash, win really good prizes from sponsors. Uh, but I wanted to create a fun environment that people really enjoyed, like just hanging out. And, uh, you know, regardless of the fact of, you know, if you get out and you get skunked or, you know, you you just had a bad day on the water, you're still having fun afterwards. Um, so one thing that we started in 2019 was the the idea what you said of themes for our tournaments. Um, the Sodus Bay one stands out in my brain of uh, it was right near the 4th of July. So we made it, you know, the 4th of July was the theme. So people were dressed up and uh, people were taping like, you know, uh, you know, uh, American flags, their kayaks. Uh, I personally dressed up as Uncle Sam, which was pretty funny. Uh, think you know, and um, um, we had a, we had a one competitor showed up as Captain America uh, and fished all day in his in his uh, gear. I mean, people just have fun with it, and it just makes kind of a really fun, uh, judge-free kind of environment, you know, because it's yeah. that was, uh, and I mean, we're gonna up that up for 2020. So uh, each one of our um, events is gonna have a theme to it. Uh, you don't have to participate in the theme. Um, you know, to come to the tournament, but the winner or the most um, outgoing person in that theme will walk away with a pretty nice little prize pack um, yeah. from our sponsors. So it's 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 pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I actually, if you go back a few videos on the YouTube channel, when I I that's the only tournament I fished last year was Sodas Bay. Sodas, yeah, yeah, yeah cursing out Gary, but um, <laughs> you yeah. and everybody else in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, don't. Noted. Don't invite Gary to your spot. But um, that, I have the the footage of late in that tournament of the awards and watch. You could see the guy come up in his Captain America thing, and that, that was awesome. And I was wearing red and blue that day. I had uh, I actually had this shirt on, and I think I have it right here. I had this hat, so technically I had red, white, and blue, which is a little bit worn out now. It's all right. You, yeah, you yeah. went there. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But so yeah, I got, that, I got the red, white, and blue working right now. So there you go. Yeah, it it, it makes for uh, just a more lighthearted atmosphere because everybody gets so competitive and rightfully so. I mean, it's tournament day. You know, not everybody can you know travel the country and fish competitively for their job. So the guys that get a chance to do it, they want to focus. And then afterwards, it's nice because it's over. You can breathe. Right. You can go have a burger and a beer with all everybody who's fishing. You know, talk to everybody. You know, telling everybody your fishing stories, how you lost two ten pounders during the day, and you know, have a little lighthearted theme party to it. It's yeah. it's fun. It's awesome. I like the I like the idea behind it. Those those big fishing stories they keep getting bigger as the day goes by. <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah. you know, that was kind of the environment that I wanted though, because um, you know I didn't want to deter somebody from coming to the events to say, you know, oh, you know, I'll you know this group is for like the the creme de la creme, the big kayak anglers. I'm only just starting out, like, I don't, you know, I would feel off place. Uh, you know, um, hey, man, did you see the pictures from their last tournament? There was a guy dressed as as Captain America and Uncle Sam there. Like, anybody can do it. Um, yeah. You know, it was very important for me to create that, at least try to create that environment where people can go. Um, you know, our award ceremonies are always at a local restaurant on the lake or nearby the lake so that, you know, people can go grab a burger um, grab a drink, you know, with, with people that they only have just met maybe. And, yeah. um, you know, talk about what worked, what didn't work, you know, like, uh, you know, one of my favorite 
conversations of eavesdropping or, you know, or overhearing is, man, I just, you know, Tisco, I just, I didn't, you know, I couldn't figure that lake out. It just didn't work for me. Like I could, I tried all day and tried all these different ways and I couldn't get a, I couldn't, you know, get anything, you know, and they're sitting there talking to the guy that won the tournament, you know, and he's like, oh, well, you know, next time, you know, and, you know, or what are you doing tomorrow? Like, let's go out and this is what I did. And I just, you know, I, you know, I caught 60 fish today or, you know, and bam, they're out there the next day doing the, you know, fishing together because, you know, that's just the environment. Like that's, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want somebody that says, you know, oh, I don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Like, you know, you're, you're the enemy. That's, that's not, that's not our club series. No, not at all. I, I, I can, yeah, you make a great point there because from the tournaments I've been at, I can account multiple different times where people ask me, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? You know, what are you doing after this? Like, after Cayuga, I probably had five people ask me, want to go back out? Because yeah. everyone was catching them that day. I mean, that was, <laughs> it was wild. That's, yeah, that's how it works. The day after the tournament is when the fish wake up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this, uh, the camaraderie, it, it's awesome. Because, you know, so many people connect just through that award ceremony where they, people are relaxing. They're kind of talking, joking about the day and whatnot. It's, it's a great atmosphere you guys created. Yeah. Cool, so. man. Yeah, that, that, that's that's all I wanted. That's it was more or less like you know. Obviously, you got the great prizes. Uh, we we've walked away with uh, some tournaments that have had uh, almost a grand uh, for the first place you know finisher, which is great, which is cool for for a local kayak series. Um, yeah. You know, for a day on the water, you're walking away with seven, eight hundred bucks plus you know five hundred dollars worth of gear. You know, is pretty cool. Um, but to to have that camaraderie and have that Im- inviting atmosphere where people want to hang out, um, you know, give people hards and time like, you know, we, we we brought him up earlier, but, you know, and I know he's been on the show, but, you know, Gary is um, our our local enemy. You know, he's kind of like the he's kind of like the guy everybody loves to hate. And, and that's a role that that he loves himself. So it's not anything that. You know, no, I hate, I, you know, nobody really hates them, but, um, you know, Ho- the Hobie, uh, the Hobie empire, empire, like hatred kind of thing, you know, yeah, like the, like a, a lighthearted version of the Patriots almost. Exactly. Well, yeah, but we, we just, <laughs> not, we, as mu- not as much to that scale, but yeah. <laughs> no, you like, know, so, I mean, you have that, you have that kind of uh, environment, but, you know, everybody in all honesty, Gary's out there rubbing you know and giving everybody a hard time they're giving it back it's just it's just good fun um it's a group good group of people yeah yeah that's you know you'll tease there's those people you'll tease like we're talking about gary and everything but and i i guarantee you, you go through our conversations we talk almost every single day and 90 percent of it is talking crap to each other and then the <laughs> next percent is like when are we going to fishing like i was out with them two weeks ago on cuco like we're having a blast catching lake trout and you know it's it's, it's awesome, you know, the different characters that you meet through it. But we'll transition out of the recap from 2019, and let's hear about 2020. What What is the plan, schedule? Let's hear it all. Yeah. Uh, so really just growth is our is our main goal for 2020. Um, we got an amazing schedule out. Um, you know, you can find that on nykbf.com or our, uh, you know, our Facebook, Instagram pages. It's all it's heavily in there. Um, but we start out with uh, the charity tournament as well on April 18th, uh, and then Canandaigua is um, like right afterwards. Uh, Canandaigua is always a touchy lake. It's going to be a little. Uh, people are going to get uh, you know kind of a little uh, 
topsy-turvy, I think, or a little, you know, <laughs> uneasy about it. But I think yep. it's a good time of the year for Cayuga, or uh, Canandaigua, sorry. Um, so it'll be pretty fun. And uh, we're going back to a lot of um, what, a couple of my favorite lakes this season. So uh, the schedule is extremely fun for me. I think it, in, if it's fun for me, I think it'll be fun for everybody because uh, I am not uh, a w- professional, amazing fisherman. I like to go places where I like to have fun, uh, where it'll be a good environment and we'll catch a lot of fish. Um, so I think those, I think we hit those really fun spots. Otisco, we had to throw that back on there just because we had such an amazing time here, yeah, uh, this past year yeah, kind of broke, kind of broke my mold a little bit. I'll be honest. Cause I, I hate going back to, to Lake, like, uh, um, in one year after in the next, I hate doing the same Lake twice. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's just so much in the area, but it was just too good. It was just too good to not do again. So uh, hopefully people remember Otisco in 2019 and, and come back for that. Um, but uh, amazing prizes. We got uh, all of our amazing sponsors are coming back. We have even more uh, that are going to be unveiled in the next few months. Uh, so the prizes are going to be even bigger um, in, 20, uh, in 2020. Um, uh, so that's going to be an amazing yeah. thing to be, get people out. But themes, everything is going to go back to... Uh, you know, to just having fun, having a good environment, um, you know, so it's, 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 I'm pretty pumped, man. It's going to be a great year. Yeah. I have the, uh, I have the schedule right here in front of me actually. So it looks like on April 18th, that's when you kind of kick it off with, uh, the charity tournament there. And that yeah. always awesome. And it's always a little touchy. You never know what April's going to be like in New York, you know, I, uh, last year, uh, last year was okay. Um, I know we, start i mean you're starting a tournament like right before dusk right so i think it was like 33 degrees when we were doing our morning check-ins and things and uh i just (laughs) um just cold uh you know but that's why we got you know we're gonna have you know plenty uh plenty of good warm food at the end of the event uh lighthouse barbecue has been a a staple at at this event for the past few years and the other tournaments is going to be there, dolling out the walleye sliders and barbecue and pork and everything. Um, Three Brothers Brewery, Warhorse Brewing Company is going to be there with their with their uh, setup and everything. So, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a good time to start the year. Um, and then we just we just hit the ground running, man. Uh, uh, membership is open. People can sign up to become members. Uh, but it's good to remember you don't have to be a member to join our tournaments. Um, yeah. You know, Pete, I get that question a lot from people is, you know, well, I'm not really ready to become a member and to uh, commit to being a member. And it's like, you don't have to, man. Like, you know, members get discounts on uh, their entry fees, but, you know, you, you, you know, you don't have to be a member to join us. So keep that in mind. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. And along with that, you know, some bigger trails, too. If you want to go like national championship, make sure you get those KBF ones as well. Yep. I, mean, I made that I made that mistake last year, not knowing how you qualify, and I could have been going this year, but dummy me didn't sign up to be a member. So oh yeah, you gotta gotta, gotta be a member. Yeah, yep. you gotta be a member in, with KBF in order to qualify through our series. So, uh, you know, and that's that's always pretty cool. So it's um, they're doing the same thing for 2020. So that uh, anytime we get over 35, uh, 30, it's 30, it's 
32 or 35 people or something like that, um, the top 10% get automatically qualified for the national championships, which is pretty neat. So, you know, if we, you know, so um, keep that in mind. If, you know, if you want to uh, grow in the sport, local trails are a great way to do it. Um, you know, Lake George is coming up is a KBF trail event this year. Uh, amazing fishery. Uh, you can't beat it. You know, we always try to make sure we don't compete against KBF trails uh, when we're making our, our tournament uh, schedule, uh, just because we know how important those are. They're a lot of fun, uh, you know, obviously, and they're our, they're our parent company too, or they're our yeah. parent trail, um, you know, so it's uh, good not to bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> yeah. yeah very true yeah and it's it's you have a very interesting schedule and it's actually one that's pretty excited about uh i'm very conflicted with with may 16th because i have like i have to double check but my girlfriend's graduation is in may i don't know what the date is we'll see but also hobie bos has their tournament on lake erie that i've been looking into and that's yeah. also on the 16th but it's at Canisius Lake, my beloved lake <laughs> that I have yeah. fished forever. It's oh, you're making me conflicted here, Justin. Uh, you know, I tell you, I'm I, I understand that. You know, you can never not conflict with everything. There's just uh, we're in an age in kayak fishing now where we're so blessed to have so many different things going on. Yeah. Um, uh, the Hobie BOS on Lake Erie is going to be amazing. Uh, it's going to be a big tournament. Um, and you can't you can't fault Lake Erie in in spring. Obviously, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It's going to like I said though, it's going to be a bigger tournament. Um, it's going to be a lot of big names coming to that. It's going to be a hard tournament. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we kind of weighed our options and everything like that, and felt kind of okay. We didn't, you know, we wanted to be a trail series for local people for every for the everybody, you know, and yeah. uh, a lot of people in the Rochester Syracuse area. Let's face it, a lot of them aren't going to make that trip. You know, a majority of them, I guess I should say, aren't going to make that trip out to Lake Erie. Um, as as amazing as that tournament's going to be, I really don't want to downplay that because I'm yeah I'm conflicted as well, and I'm yeah. hosting a tournament that same day. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not only just because they, they can't skill-wise, because there's a lot of talented anglers in like KBF, but I think what you're referring to more is because it's a two-day tournament that, you know, Yeah, a lot sorry, of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kayak fishing is such a cool, such a cool sport that it's really like there's only let's be let's face it. There's only like four or five people in this world that can call themselves professional kayak fishermen, you know, mm -hmm. that just that don't do anything else that make their living on the sport. Yeah. Um, so anybody, anybody can go out there and fish and do really well and have a great day on the water. Um, mm -hmm. But the, yeah, exactly. What I meant was, you know, two day tournament. Lake Erie is a much bigger body of water, so it could be very more taxing on your body. Um, you know, yeah. it, um, I'm down to weather for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, and you got to be careful. I mean, it's May, so it's not warm water either. So, you know, it's not for the um, just the beginner. I, I, in my opinion, it's a you just be be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how different things shape up there because on those big bodies of water, it's hard to schedule tournaments for kayaks in, in so far advance because, you know, weather is the biggest factor. You yeah. get any wind that's going to be west or, or north, then you can't have that tournament. Exactly. It, it's not safe to host it for kayak anglers. So it, it'll, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But 
we're going down the line here. Like Canada Lake, that's going to be an awesome one to see where the winner comes out of. What yeah. part of the lake he's going to come from. Because there's only certain parts of that lake, and I'm not going to give anything away, but like I, there's certain parts of that lake that you know you can really catch fish out of bass specifically. It's such a big trout perch lake yep. uh, for northerns. Um, and, and it's important to gauge the time of the year it is too, because Canandaigua Lake, uh, you know, in May is a completely different lake in September or August, you know, and it's just. It, just like a lot of the lakes in our area, um, obviously, but Canandaigua, I think a little bit more so, uh, just because you start getting a lot of those pleasure boaters, um, jet skis, you know, you get a lot of that on that lake. So it kind of, it kind of, in my opinion, it screws everything up, but yeah, it's, um, it's you definitely, know, I can tell you it's definitely going to be one off a of small mouth. But yes. I don't, I know a couple of buddies have already talking about it. I don't want to blow up their, their, their whole game plan. I don't want to make anybody mad here, but uh, it's definitely going to be one off small mouth. I uh, couldn't agree with you more, but I'll tell you what, those pike and pickerel in that lake are going to, are going to deter some people and they're going to make it a very bad day for some people. Yep. Uh, don't throw a mega bass. Throw, <laughs> your, throw, your, throw your cheaper plastics. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, yep. Unless you want your, uh, to make sure you have a steel leader on there. Yeah, and I'm going to come out with it right here. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think that you might see some of the biggest lengths come out of Canandaigua this year. That, yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Because that lake, when they're on, they're on. Like, you can find them, and they're they're huge. Because yeah. a lot of them, what they do, the, those smallmouth in Canandaigua, they school up with the lake trout. And they feed big. They they school up on, you know, there's the alewives and everything in Canandaigua. They feed, and they feed well. Yep. Uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. And Canisius always shows out, especially in May. You're gonna have some pretty big lengths there if, if you know the water shapes yeah. up. Right. If uh, you know how to fish, Canisius. I mean, I I've had some before. I kind of figured it out and everything like that. It was uh, it's uh, it was always a really hard lake for me. Uh, and I, when I first started, I went to my first, I think one of my very first kayak fishing tournaments that I just went to and not obviously ran was on Canisius, and uh, almost made me stop. I was like, this is horrible. I I'm out of my element and everything. I was in a much more like competitive league, I think, back then. Mm-hmm. So uh, people weren't really interested in helping me too much. <laughs> so, they, you know, they kind of just, uh, I don't know, they kind of made fun of the new guy a little bit. Um, just because I was giving it back to him. So, I mean, it was fine. But, like, yeah. kind of, you know, kind of um, uh, really deterred me a little bit. But uh now you know going to those tournaments and especially uh canisius is a lot of fun man you just you just uh it is definitely a special lake yeah and that one uh, you know that's another one that's gonna have big bag you know for that top three you're gonna have to have you know if the weather shapes out right you're gonna need to have at least two 19s in order to win that or get top three it's it's a big bass lake so they're there you just gotta find them yeah um, and you know it's a fun you know we're in such a, a, a cool area too buddy like because you know, we have Sodus Bay back on the schedule again and that's one that I had so much fun with that because you could go to the north and you could you could you could fish for smallmouth right on those rocks on that on that uh, uh, on the break wall pier going out or you could stay to the south and you could be you know pitching lily pads for largemouth it's yeah. such it, you know you it's such a diverse lake or body of water um, that you don't really know. You don't really know what's gonna what what's gonna happen. So it's yeah. it's uh it's, it's the, 
Yeah, you're hitting the right lakes at the right time. I mean, I think all these lakes are going to have big numbers for sure. I mean, Skinny Atlas, Jake Moulton might be uh, pissed because he might have his spots exposed now for his hammers he always catches out of there. Nah, he, yeah. he's, watch out for him and Skinny Atlas. He fishes at his home lake, I'm pretty sure, that in Onondaga. Uh, yeah, I, I think he. Yeah, I think he's more on Otisco, but um, oh, really? he. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he's all out there. He's he's fishing everything, but um, you know that's the that's the point of it. You know, it's it's going out, having fun. You know, and uh, you know we've never had a tournament on Skinny Atlas, so we've yeah. never we've never had one there. So it was uh, it was only like a matter of time before we said, you know, we got to give this we got to give this its due because um, it is a it is a great fishery. So uh that'll be fun but yeah, it's gonna be awesome and so does bay obviously that's another great one it's got giants buddy caught an eight pounder out of there last year so it holds bigs yeah. it's I, th- I think that one's i think that one out of all of them i love them all obviously but i think that one's gonna be my my favorite i think that's gonna um i just love i just love fishing the tributaries and the areas off of the off of the ontario um yep. uh, I, I think it's, that's what you grew up doing right so yeah yeah, yeah I, and I, I really, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so yeah. we'll see. <laughs> it, was, it was actually Ryan that won the last one on Sodus Bay, right? Yeah. He did, and you know what, he, he won it 50 yards off of the off of the launch, so, uh, you know, just pitching docks and everything like that, so he's going to hate that I just blew that spot up, I think, but <laughs> I, if I recall, he told everybody that would listen what he did, so I don't think... Uh, yeah, because it wasn't him who gave him that advice. It wasn't definitely not me that told him to fish the marina the whole time. <laughs> well, there you go. It's your own fault. <laughs> you, and so, that, you and that little side canal in, the, uh, in uh, Cayuga that you like to tell everybody about and their brother. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's... <laughs> yeah. It's 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 going to be exciting to see what goes on. I'm really looking forward to having all the winners on as well. Um, I'm still trying to you know work. Obviously, we're in talks throughout the whole year to see if you know how things are going to shape up. And you know, I'm still torn between obviously got to you know figure out job first. But if I'm going to compete in it or if I want to get media and attach that to the podcast and kind of follow people around yet, I'm not sure. So it's going to be cool to see how things shake out. And we have a while till April to kind of figure out the the final logistics, but it's going to be really exciting to see what happens with NYKBF. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's, um, I think that's something that lit- that makes NYKBF kind of stand out a little bit more from other trails in our region. Um, you know, not saying we're better or worse. I, you know, it's just something different that our, you know, our tournament directors really don't compete too much. You know, we like to go out, we like to fish and we like to have fun. Um, but a lot of the tournaments you'll see, like we don't even really even enter the tournament you know, we're out, you know, I'm out flying the drone or, um, you know, with the, with the Canon, you know, the big DLSLR camera and just taking pictures of people and, you know, just enjoying the weather. Uh, that's pretty much all I do. Uh, um, Ryan did that a lot last year. You know, he was out flying around in that new uh, blue sky of his. So he yeah. was, uh, you know, taking, taking pictures of people and really just enjoying, like, being out there showcasing what, uh, our tournament's all about and yeah. we got a lot of really good content from that so you know um i think that's something that really people like uh you know they come home after a long day on the water look at our look at uh you know nykbf's uh facebook page and boom they see this really nice high res you know photo of them landing a smallie or you know or just you know paddling you know in this beautiful environment um yeah. uh it's pretty cool i think 
Um, you know, and you see a lot of people share it. You know, they you see a lot of people repost after tournaments with the pictures you guys take and um, them showing it to their family. You see, you see their family members repost it. Yeah. Coming. Profile. I mean, that's got to be pretty satisfying as a tournament director. You go out, you're taking pictures of guys having a good time. The next thing you know, it's their profile picture. They're blowing up. They're talking about the great time they had. Yeah, that's got to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, I love that. And you know, it's the um, you know it was it was nice. It's nice for me because they'll you know there are most people are pretty nice about giving me credit and everything like that. But you know, I took a bunch of nice photos for people, and you know, next thing I know, they're like. You know, hey, I'm using this to, you know, I'm using your photo to apply for, you know, uh, you know, my my kayaks um, pro staff team. Is that cool? I was like, yeah, of course. You know, I hope it, you know, I hope it helps to get you on that staff if that's what you want. I hope, you know, you know, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, video content, you know, photo content and things is something that I really like to do personally. So if I can help other people with it, you know, more power to them. So. Yeah. And I think my Tourney X profile picture is still the picture you have of me on, I think, yeah, it was Canadice, and I'm stuffing my face with a big bag of popcorn. It's one of my favorite photos. Yeah. It, it, it really is one of my favorite photos. It's <laughs> just like, it's just uh, that day in a nutshell. It's just like, that was, a, if I recall, it was like a horrible day on the water. But it, actually, no, it wasn't that bad. For some people. Bad. But yeah, just a just a great mantra, just a great mindset of just chilling, having fun, relaxing, and 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 uh, it was it was. I I know I hear you talk about that photo a lot, but I I just I love it. I love it. I think it's a great show. That was a fun day. And yeah, we bring up John Pacho earlier. I I remember I remember I was so excited because I fished Canada so often, so I knew exactly where I was going. I paddled so hard to try to be first over there, being competitive, still in high school. And John Petro comes by like 30 minutes later. He goes, so I have no idea how to fish this lake. <laughs> I fish over here. Like, I don't care, man. And I remember we're going down. And I see one off a of bed, like a late spawner. So I catch a 19, uh, sm 19 smallie. Nice. And then we're going down. I score and I catch back up with him because we're just going to hop over each other. Uh, and yeah. I had no issue with that. I'm like, hey, man, like I caught like a 15 or something. And I was like, well, that stump over there, there's always one on that. Just throw over there. 19 inch small. I'm like, I shouldn't have told him that. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> and what, that's we, how it works. Yeah. And the funny part was we tied for a big bass that day, but because I submitted before he did, that I, I beat him out. So it's kind of bragging rights, but yeah, you know, awesome. it's, it's funny. Yeah. John's been, uh, John's been a couple years uh, being my, like, my, my kayak fishing, like, model. So, like, um, you know, every, uh, you know, every time we would go out, it would basically end up being me with the with the camera, like taking photos of him with his with his catches and, you know, and fishing and everything. Um, he's actually, uh, you know, um, thanks to me, John's actually been featured on Kayak Angler magazine like a lot. Like he's he's just he's just always uh, he's just always one of my I the best photos of him. So um, yeah. I bet that's I bet he's missing all of his uh, national recognition now that he's down in Texas and nobody's <laughs> taking pictures of him anymore. He's, but yeah, he doesn't have his paparazzi down in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's pretty sweet. Is there, is there anything else you want to tell anybody listening in about what's coming up for NYKBF? And you know, I'm sure we have a lot of our participants in you know listening to this one. So uh, anything yeah. you want to tell you guys? Um, you know, I just hope uh, I just hope everybody's excited for the 2020 season as much as I am. Uh, I really think that uh, we're gonna, you know, kind of go, um, you know, above and beyond of what we did in 2019 with 
our organization, with our um, the prizes, with our themes, with you know everything. It's just it's gonna run like a well-oiled machine. I really believe that. So um, I just hope everybody's excited about it. You know, share their experiences on social media, please. You know, try to get new people. We want new blood. We want you know the more the merrier. We really do. So uh, basically, basically my last like you know kind of spiel for that. So I hope people. Hope people that had a good time share it. Yeah, yeah, and, and to add on to that, I think what's awesome if you guys can get your family members, your kids, your your nieces and nephews to come into it, especially like if you get young kids to join in, uh, even if they say you bring them to it, but you don't, they don't have to necessarily, I guess, enter in. But even bringing to them, you're making a lifelong, like almost like a lifestyle, a passion that's going to grow from that event. When they see all these people together sharing one passion and you know you're gonna have next thing you know your niece and nephew's gonna be competing and beating all the old guys butts in a few years down the road but you're creating a passion for you know your youth your family if that's something you like to do you know bring it's so special to bring your family and i think you know it might be cold but i think the best place to bring them to start out is that charity tournament come up in april so that's i hope yeah. i hope that's what's what, what goes down it's just a great thing to get people into and it's great to get more of the youth into it Obviously, you know, some of the youth doing, you know, certain ages, probably, you probably don't want to enter them into the tournament because, you know, it's, for, what, yeah, maybe. you know, we'll see, we'll see how it shapes out. But, you know, getting your family into it, that's, that's pretty special. So oh, big time. Yeah. You know, my, my wife, Mary, um, you know, obviously before she she got pregnant and wasn't able to do it, I she loved going to the trail events. And, you know, it was a, it was always a, a wholesome and, you know, a good environment, you know, so that, you know, you know, kids, you know, women, you know, anybody really doesn't. They don't need to be like, oh, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of fishermen. Oh, it's gonna be raunchy and nasty. It's couldn't couldn't be hard. Couldn't be further from the truth. So, yeah. um, you know, just a just a good wholesome environment. You know, everybody knock on wood. Everybody's been really genuine to everyone else. Um, you know, and just just continuing hoping to grow from that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and some of the guys might hate me for this, but you know, bring your wives too. I mean. We have some talented women anglers on there. I mean, look at, you know, on the national stage, Christine Fisher is probably one of the best anglers in kayak bass fishing. Yeah. yeah so bring everybody. Bring it, bring it all. Bring the whole the army to come fish Heck yeah. <laughs> these, these tournaments. Let's load it up. I can't yep. wait. I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep moving forward, and uh, we'll start wrapping up a little bit here. But uh, before we head to my little fun questions to wrap things up, are there any pro staff, any social media you want to shout out before we, we carry on? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, um, I don't really do a lot of pro staffing. I do um, some few select companies, though, but I, uh, I, am on the, the, I am on the national level for uh, um, Jackson Kayak. So I do, uh, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, I, I actually run their Instagram page uh, with help from another guy, uh, Chad Brock. Um, so, uh running an Instagram page for a company is, is, is a lot of work, but it's fun. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, but, uh, um, Jackson kayak is, is definitely dear to near and dear to my heart. They do a lot for NYKBF over the summer, uh, bending branches, uh, paddle company who, um, I'm actually on their national pro staff as well. Um, brand new, just got invited into that, uh, you know, amazing paddles and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, uh, coyote eyewear, uh, savior, savior outdoors, um, you know, those guys are, are very, very good brands and uh, also huge supporters of MYKBF, too. So shout out to all those guys. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we'll, we'll link your, 
your personal Instagram down here and NYKBF, the multiple links and where to go sign up. We'll, we'll leave that down in the description for you guys to go check out. And if, you're, if you're in the Northeast or you find yourself in the New York area and you want to compete, you want to get together with a great group of guys and go fish and have a great time, uh, the link will be down here. Go click on it. Go sign up for a tournament. You know, if you're if you're in the Northeast and you want a trail to be loyal to, go sign up for a membership. You'll save money for each tournament uh, that you submit to. Correct? Is there any more uh, benefits of becoming a NYKBF member? Um, yeah. So again, uh, you know, like I said earlier, you don't have to be a member to join the tournaments, so you can just do it. But uh, membership does come with a lot of perks. So. Uh, you do, you get um, $10 off every live tournament and $5 off every online tournament. Um, and it's $50 to be a member, just so everybody knows. So if you do five tournaments, you're, you you made your money back right there. Um, you get entry into the Angler of the Year race, uh, which um, uh, Jake Moulton actually won this uh, for 2019. Won a kayak. Um, I, he won a prize package that was, you know, probably three grand worth of stuff. Um and uh yeah it was amazing um you get you get a free t-shirt you get a bunch of other uh promotional codes and stuff like that from all of our uh trail sponsors and stuff that um, only members get um you know so there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool perks and packages that that you get when you're a member but again you don't have to be you know we we want everybody to you know give us a try if you like it you can join up as a member halfway through the season if you want um you know so you know come on out and try us out Perfect. Awesome. Again, yeah, if you guys are looking forward to it, click that link down in the description and uh, you, you won't regret it. So we'll, we'll get wrapped up here, Justin, but I have two more questions that are my favorite questions to ask. Um, and we're just going to get started on the first one, which is if you could bring any three people, past or present, to dinner to pick their brains, who would they be? Oh, geez. Um <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, and all honestly, I, 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 you know, to, for the past few days when I knew we were going to record this, I've been thinking about this because I knew you asked this question and I've been going back and forth and listening to everybody else's answers and they're just so good. Everybody just knows the right thing to say. It feels like, um, I've never been like that big in the, into like the pro fishing world. I've just, it's just never been Doesn't something that, that draws me. So, yeah. but, you know, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying I, um, probably my grand, uh, my two grandfathers that have passed away. I would love to, love to have them back. Um, you know, it's something that, uh, would really, really be spe something special. That's for sure. Um, you know, and just the third one would just be my dad. Um, you know, just have the four of us be able to sit and talk and, you know, and, um, uh, you know, crack a beer and just hang out. It would just be something really, really, really special to me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the perfect answer. I think you, you, you hit that on the. It's it's you know. my answer. It's my answer. Exactly. That's all that matters. I just want yeah. I just want your answer. I don't want anybody else's answer. Just yours, Justin. <laughs> that's perfect. I like it. Cool. So my last question, how I like to wrap up these podcasts, is usually, you know, your favorite fishing memory, you know, over your lifetime. But I want to twist it a little bit today, just for you. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> just for you, Justin. But uh, I want to know your favorite memory since being with NYKBF. Oh, okay. Um, oh, geez. Wow, that's – all right, you're putting me really on the spot there, man. Um, Comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. so uh, – so, all right, so what my favorite memory, um, I guess, would have to be 
two years ago, or no, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is gonna it's gonna be three years ago. I can't believe it was this long ago. Uh, the first time that we ever had a state championship on Cuga Lake uh, uh, was having the worst day um, fishing ever, you know. And it was back. It was back when I was actually fishing, you know, and have, and trying and having fun and stuff. But yeah. uh, you know, it was Cuga Lake uh, um, was definitely beating me up that day, and um, uh, I was down in Canoga uh, on the uh, west side about about you know, a quarter of the way down, um, fishing an area that I know so well, you know, um, for the, been fishing with Greg Blanchard and a lot of other friends of mine, oh, name drop, sorry, uh, um, for a long time. So I knew, I knew what I was doing, I thought, but couldn't buy a bite that day. Um, had a bunch of people that started fishing around me and just, you know, talking and hanging out and having fun. Um, and, uh, it, um, all of a sudden for maybe it was probably about, it was probably like 200 yards away. Like it was far away. I hear this guy just start screaming like, Justin, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. He didn't say that. It was a little more R rated, but, um, uh, and he just starts paddling as fast as he can to me, like, like splashing everything like that, just going crazy. And I'm like, what is this dude? Who is like, who is this guy? Like what's going on? (laughs) Um, and uh, it turned out it turned out to be John Tomorrow, one of my one of my really close friends now and uh, um, tournament director now of NYKBF. Uh, oh. He was he was fishing on this, you know, uh, Bass Pro, like you know, very mainstream. Didn't even have a seat, like just bare bones kayak. And uh, he pulls out of a net and he pulls this twenty inch, you know, largemouth, fattest fish I've ever seen. Uh, and you could tell his eyes just lit right up and he, it just made his like year just catching this fish. And he was just like, so excited. He wanted me to take all these pictures of him and everything. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, a grump, like the biggest grump that I have ever been on the water. Like just, just miserable. Right. And this guy comes over and just his energy and his excitement of catching that fish just did a 180 for me and just like made my whole day. And it's a, it's like, it's a photo that I see a lot because it's one of my favorite photos of him with this giant fish. Um, but it's something that I, every time I have a bad day out on the water or start having a bad day, I think of that. I think of that idiot paddling over like crazy, like trying cause he just caught the fish of his life and he just wants to share it and show it. And it's an it's just a, a mindset that I keep with me all the time, especially when I'm bringing NYKBF to people. Like that's the feeling that I want. So, it, awesome. uh, it, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I conveyed that a little bit. Um, uh, but wow, what a, what a, what a cool what a cool moment that was. That was pretty neat. Awesome. That's perfect. I, if people know too, in early episodes, I think it was a second episode. Yeah. Two or three we had John on as well. We're going to have to call him up and ask him about that story to see his point of view, too, and see, you know, how how wild did you go when you caught that fish? You know, yeah. Ask him a story about that. That's awesome. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. About, like, maybe two hours after that, um, I was sitting on uh, Wolfie's uh, deck, which is like a restaurant, like, right on the water. And John was still fishing um, maybe about maybe a mile out, like down south, like 
there's like people that know Canoga know that there's like a right in the middle, like right maybe uh, a little ways out. There's like a little island that's like still submerged, like all of lily pads. And John was hitting that hard like all day long. And I got this photo from my long late, my long zoom lens on my camera from the while drinking a beer because <laughs> my day was done um, of, of him just like pitching these lily pads or like frogging these lily pads. Sorry. And uh, nobody else around, just just a guy in a kayak and just like the lake. And um, uh, it's it's just a really cool photo of like what kayak fishing is. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just there's just so much there's just something special about it, like in relation to like even fishing from a bass boat it's just more natural and more like you're at one with nature a little bit more i think uh, to me anyway and it's just a it's a really cool scene um so that's awesome sorry that was two that was two memories but i wanted to that was all the more the better honestly i I like to hear more and i'm sure everybody listening wants to hear more so but we'll have you on multiple times more down the road, especially, you know, being a tournament director of KBF or NYKBF and, and then being the official podcast now, we're going to be working a lot together this season. So it's going to be awesome to get you back on to do recaps and uh, preview certain tournaments. We're going to have to get John and Ryan on here, grill them too. It's only fair, right? So, uh, but, John, yeah, Ryan, Ryan likes to be a little bit, Ryan yeah. likes to be a little bit behind the scenes. So he might be a little... <laughs> He might be a little harder, but, uh, uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely would love the chance to come on back. Yeah. You got a great show here, buddy. And, uh, I wish you all the best. Definitely. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to expose Ryan on the podcast. We're gonna have to hold him down against his will. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All of us to do it. He's a, he's a giant man. So, uh, yeah, that's true. We'll, uh, we'll get you on soon, but I appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to hop on here and tell us all about what's, about NYKBF and why it's so amazing and uh, what's what's to come in 2020. It's my pleasure, buddy. I really do appreciate the opportunity. Of course. Of course. Looking forward to, uh, to working with you guys this year. And, uh, again, it, everybody go follow the links down in the description. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, there it is. There's, there's the old logo. <laughs> All right, Justin. Will you have a good night? You too, buddy. Thank you. Have a yep. great one. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast in its entirety. With that being said, if you'd like to support the Serious Angler Podcast, please head to my page and click support. Any amount really helps me be able to create content for you guys and also helps me you know, pay the bills, which gives me more time to make podcasts for you guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the Serious Angler Podcast and we'll see you guys next time.